We interrupt your other podcast that you're listening to to bring you some CBC Universe news. I'm Alfred, the friendly neighborhood podcaster. And I'm Chris, the uh, insert wrestler name here, Gossidus. <laughs> How about Tatanka this time? Tatanka? Do you remember him? Like, he was like an indigenous American thing. He was a white guy. It's, did, he, did, he, did he show up after? He, he showed up after Dances with Willows, didn't he? I think he did. Tatanka means buffalo. Oh, does it? Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, yeah. Probably the movie. Okay, we're already we're already way off track somehow. It's just amazing because <laughs> we're like ten seconds in and we're already. Oh my goodness! Oh man! So, uh, <laughs> and so this obviously is our our most well produced episode so far. Everything is going, you know, so according to plan. Yes, uh, man. I feel like we just talked the other day, and I think we did. Uh, well, actually, no, because. It you know the the editing of the podcast took forever uh, due to so many other obligations. But anyway, that episode is out. But if you're listening to this now, you probably just listened to the 2022 Powies and the death of the, the DCEU episode, listeners out there, and you're like, "Whoa, what's going on?" Well, <clears throat> you know, as things are want to happen every time we do an episode, a thing <laughs> that we kind of mention in the episode then immediately gets. Um, obfuscated uh, by new um, new uh, predicaments, new announcements, and so on. And and this is where we are. Because yeah. James Gunn, I'll give him this. And look, I mean, as you being a former student, me being a former student, the procrastination is real. Oh, yes, sir. And James Gunn did say way, way back uh, a couple of months ago that he would make an announcement sometime in January. <laughs> For those that are wondering, listening to this, we recorded this on February 1st. Yesterday, January 31st, the man literally at the at the deadline, like to the last minute, uh, just came out, placed a, a little like six minute update video and all hell broke loose. Um which, Chris, I, I don't know what you've been seeing on the internet, but for the last uh, month or two, ever since uh, uh, James and Peter have been announced as the co-heads of DC Studios, mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of bitching and moaning online, you know, that, you know, they took away Henry Cavill, and they, they took away The Rock, and, you know, this and that, you know. And then James Gunn comes out with this whole freaking list of things... <laughs> And now all of those, you know, angry naysayers, the pitchforks right. and the torches are now turned into balloons and confetti. Like they're <laughs> they're singing the praises of our Lord Savior, James Gunn. And what we're going to do and and we're real fans as well. You know, something we made abundantly clear, I think, in the last episode, we're going to take each little bit of information that James Gunn provided us. We're going to quick, quickly and briefly discuss it. And then at the very end, we're going to talk about what we are most looking forward to out of this slate of items. Um, so are you ready to do that, man? Uh, yeah, I just didn't know Korg is going to be joining us. Oh, was Corey there? It, Where's Korg? Because, mate, you said we, we were going to quickly, we are going to quickly uh, go over the list. Oh, you know what it is? <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of uh, weekly podcasts. Weekly Planet oh, yeah. Podcast, Mr. Sunday Movies. If y'all aren't following Mr. Sunday Movies on YouTube, please do. The man is uh, He's brilliant. He's literally a goat. Um, uh, a goat in, a, in Han Solo clothing. He's goat solo. He's goat solo. Uh, James and, and Nick Mason, uh, Meso, 
they've been doing this even longer than we have. And um, honestly, I didn't find out about their podcast until after we'd started this one. But I, I am not going to lie. It is they do influence a little bit of what we do. Uh, they inspire us. They're very, very funny and great guys. Uh, please check them out. They're not a sponsor of this podcast, but but check out the Weekly Planet podcast. They are uh, some great mates, um, as they like to say. And they're Australian, so I listen to them so much that I think every now and again my voice just kind of kind of flutters into this weird nebulous accent zone where I just grab a Michael Caine or I grab a, an Australian podcast or what have you. Um, but yes, okay, so uh, we've broken this up into, because it's a whole slate of projects, it's not just movies. They're going to be doing animated shows, TV series, or streaming series, so we've got it broken up kind of like movies and then everything else. Um, so for the movies, first off, we got the big, they're, they're, swinging, they're swinging for the, for the hills here, Superman Legacy, okay, that's... And honestly, look, if you're starting over, if you're starting from scratch, and, and from what I understand, the Flash movie is going to be like a Flashpoint thing that kind of officially ends the DCEU and and is going to open up sort of the doors. The doors are off, as we've said yeah. before. The doors are off on the DC studios to let us all in. <clears throat> you got to start with Superman. Um, I know we've gotten a million Batman projects. I know Bats and Soups and Wonder Woman are kind of their tr- their trinity. They're their big three, so to speak. The the Mondrianoli, Tim Duncan, and wow. Tony Parker. Wow. Um, okay, you know what? Actually, look. Let's think about that for a second. Uh huh. Oh no. Who? Let's let's let's. Who is who? Okay, I'm oh, gonna no. say. Um, it's obvious. Superman is Tim Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then. Uh, Monty Ginobili is Batman. He, he famously smacked the bat out of the air. Smacked the bat, and he's kind of a wild card. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony Parker is Wonder Woman. Do you agree? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Tony! <laughs> Only the, it would take the courage and like the pain tolerance of a woman to release Tony Sevry, uh, whatever the fuck. To- Balance toi. To release Balance to the Balance to Oh man, his rap. I forgot about his album. How could you? Oh my oh. goodness. It's always in my heart though. Uh but yeah, so they're coming out with Tim Duncan, which is that's the right move. Superman Legacy. Uh this is actually going to be written by James Gunn. It's gonna hit theaters in twenty twenty five, apparently July eleventh. That date might move. I'm <laughs> They're really calling their shot if they're putting it on a specific day, July 11, 2025. 20, okay, 2025. All right. I mean, it's, it's over two years from now. But, like, again, if that date moves, that's okay. I, that's not a bad sign or anything. I think it's actually pretty curious that they're like, nah, it's going to be July 11th. Also, if at that point, why aren't you doing the July 4th weekend? That's a good question. You know, if you're calling yeah. it out two years from now. Anyway. Maybe, maybe they know something. Maybe Marvel's up to some shit, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not messing yeah. with that." Uh, so this is supposed to focus on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. If you say, um, if you say just fair warning, if you say balance one more time, I will play the song. Okay, okay, I'm I glad that you have it cued, and I'll keep yeah. that in mind. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that as an idea, like to starting off on Superman? I think it's great. I think it's um, Superman's been famously kind of used to. 
you know, make other characters more interesting. <laughs> right. He's been Bret Harding it for a while. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, I love Bret Hart. Bret Hart's my favorite wrestler of all time, but that's how they utilized him for the back end of his career. That's just how it worked. Much. Yeah. Try to, try, to get, try to give Owen some shine off of him. That wasn't working. Um, but it, it, it makes sense. I mean, this is like the... the I don't know, the most uh, the second most recognizable symbol, maybe third? No, no, first or second, right? Yeah. In all comics history them. So yeah, it, it's yeah, that, that that's easy money. A barbecue chicken, as Shaq would say. Barbecue chicken. All right. Moving on. Uh the authority. Wow, this is really interesting. So authority, which are actually originally Wildstorm characters, which was a totally different um label publication. Uh that DC... Are they the guys that made the Beyblades? The Beyblades. Oh my god, dude. This is literally the second Beyblades reference I've heard today, which is insane. <laughs> That's so crazy. If you know if you don't know what I'm talking about, everybody listening out there, if you like basketball, check out the No Dunks. I guess this is the episode where we just shout out all these other podcasts. No Dunks Podcast. <laughs> the emergency we're having. They literally yeah, we're having a emergency. The emergency is that we're having a, a midlife crisis here. Um mid pod <laughs> crisis. Uh the No Dunks guys literally picked the rising stars all-star challenge by playing beyblades no shit i'm not joking <laughs> they literally brought out like a beyblades thing and like we're shooting the little little spinny Let dudes letting them rip uh gripping it and ripping it uh Wildstorm is a uh was a uh company that was purchased by dc and they folded in a lot of the characters what was that Married to Chichala sometimes in the comics. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, when <laughs> Wild Storm, I get it. I like that. Uh, also, that might be how they introduce Storm in the MCU. I'm saying that right now. I'm calling it. Um, they might bring Storm in, you know, in a Wakanda thing. Just maybe. Um, but so Wild Storm characters, uh, they join the DCU as members of the Authority. Uh, so what their whole thing is, is basically superheroes have failed. Um, they're too lax. They're too much like Batman, you know, kind of capturing the Joker, but not killing him. And therefore, mm -hmm. the Joker is then later able to escape and cause way mm -hmm. more chaos and death. So they, they kind of go a little hard nosed on things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the, interestingly enough, and I mean, golly, I'm sure you could probably draw a parallel to current america but like half of people love the authority and how sort of brutal they are mm -hmm. and half of the people are like no man that's not cool you're you're violating all sorts of human rights <laughs> issues so <laughs> uh i think it's interesting that uh that they're gonna do that kind of thing it's almost like the boys but, like, if you set the boys in a universe in which also Superman exists and, like, there is, like, goodness and wholesome heroes, that's kind of interesting. Um, I definitely yeah. think it's it's something that um, shows that they are definitely taking a different path here with the DCU, the DC Studios universe. Um, what do you think on that? What about the authority? No, I, I mean, I like it. It definitely feels like the right move for James Gunn. It's definitely his wheelhouse to kind of mm -hmm. like, uh, oh, these guys don't play by the rules. And, you know, that kind of the Suicide Squad kind of take on things. Sure. Um, I, I'm just like, will it be the same vein? Is that something like out of like, uh, I don't know, narrative uh, comfort? Or is it going to be like, is it going to shape the whole kind of like uh, plan going for these first was it 10 years that they're trying to shape or it's just yeah like it's about 10 years, years is is what they're shooting for 
Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, it's 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 a weird catalyst to just throw in there. It seems pretty over pretty charged. Yeah. But um, I mean, right? You can you have to have like a a good balance to like gods, pretty much. Right. And so this whole this whole iteration, this whole phase, so to speak, is this chapter is called Gods and Monsters. That's what they're calling it. And, um, you know, for a little spoilers out there, if anyone wants to check it out, there is a Superman in the Authority comic series. Um, it's a limited series, I believe. And uh, I'm sure they're going to pull some inspiration from that. It is a very highly regarded series. I actually have not had the chance to check it out yet, but it is on the list, so to speak. It is going to be in the backlog. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it is, would set up an interesting foil to like the, maybe the hopefulness of Superman, which is what he should be, um, versus this kind of more grounded, maybe cynical, um, version of superheroes and how those might clash. Uh, speaking of cynical superheroes though, up <laughs> next, we get the brave and the bold. Okay, and for the comic fans out there, y'all know what this series is all about. It's Batman. It's Batman stories. Um, I like that it's not just called the Batman or Batman anything. It's Brave and the Bold. Um, This is where the DCU is going to introduce its version of Batman as well as Robin. But we're not talking Dick Grayson. We're not (laughs) talking Tim Drake. Uh-oh. We are talking Damian Wayne, the literal biological son of Bruce Wayne, who's become yeah, who's become a very prominent character in the DC Comics universe. And let me tell you, just a quick aside here, I went to a, a little convention, a little toy and comic convention a couple of weeks ago up in New York. No, San Diego Comic Con International. Oh, man, I, I wish. I thought drop the hugest name on there. Yeah, no, 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 no. This was in New Braunfels, Texas. Okay. Uh, however, I have been trying to, you know, be very selective about, like, the books I'm adding to my collection. And, and one of the books I had been looking for... Uh, was a Batman comic which features the first appearance of Damian Wayne. And shout out to Rick's Crypt Comics, uh, Rick, who I've known for a solid 20, 25 years. Um, <clears throat> he cut me a deal on one, and lo and behold, a week later, a couple of weeks later, they announced that they're going to introduce Damian Wayne. And that book is literally like quadrupled in value. <laughs> I just picked it up two weeks ago. So very happy about that personally um but it's very cool (laughs) that we're gonna get to see a totally different version of robin um one that although it is literally his biological son probably the most clashy robin in terms of the relationship with batman since jason todd Mm. so so not very compliant doesn't really want to listen to batman doesn't want to listen to his dad kind of wants to do his own thing he's supposed to be like a world-class level assassin by the age of 12. Ah, you hear that L? I thought you were going in a different direction. <laughs> where where do you think I was going? <laughs> world-class lover, baby. Oh, I mean, he's... Well, okay. <laughs> Let's not get ourselves in trouble here. He's got a bit of the demon in him, doesn't he? He does have the bit of the demon. Ra's al Ghul's uh, daughter. Uh, but... Is his mm-hmm. mom. But, like, mm-hmm. dude, if he's... Tw- okay, like, we can't David Duchovny him, okay? If he's <laughs> if he's 12, we got to be careful. Just tread lightly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this Robin, uh, and apparently this Brave and the Bold story is going to be inspired by Grant Morrison's run of Batman, which is <laughs> widely regarded as the best sort of modern take on Batman. And although... 
I think as of by the time this movie comes out, that that run will be over 20 years old, which is wild. And I don't want to think too much about that. But dang, dude. uh, Jesus. Um, Washed. Okay. Yeah. No, I just call me Carmelo Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Just call me Mello. I I love that. We're we're not in the same room, but we're definitely on the same wavelength. What do you (laughs) what are you feeling about Brave and Bold? Uh, This is like a uh, I think. The biggest swing after Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man, Superman, that'd be, that'd be even bigger. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. We're just use Spider-Man. <laughs> Dave just goes like, you won't come at us. You won't sue us. Feige. We'll get it off. We'll get I off thought we were friends. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think, uh, because only because I, I, uh, was like watching some stuff and like, I forget what it was, man. Like past, <clears> it was the past couple of years. So, you know, lockdown brain and all. But like I started to get into this whole Damian Wayne timeline uh, storyline stuff, and I just I just kept falling further and further down a very ragged and ragged and jagged uh, rabbit hole here, and like I I couldn't find my way out. But it looked kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> there's so much information from so many different sources. I just like I I don't I don't know where to start. Uh, I'm gonna kind of give up right now and go back to playing like Age of Empires two or some shit. Uh, so yeah, no. The whole Damian Wayne as a concept, as a, in, in in character form, I guess, is going to be kind of fun to see in the screen, just because it's, it, it's out there. Yeah, and I think you, I think you did touch on something that's going to be very unique about this particular adaptation is that we are literally going to see a Robin who is more ruthless than than Batman mm-hmm. by by a significant margin. So. Um, how you know how bats kind of deals with that whole thing also while trying to do his vigilante thing i think that's gonna be really interesting and um and also takes a little bit of the onus off of batman you know we don't have to just be focusing on batman all the time you know we can there's a lot of other ancillary characters that are pretty interesting um you know kind of like what they do with black panther yeah so i got a question that just came to me uh just because uh uh, I don't know my my scattered kind of brain, but how, you're you're definitely more familiar with the extended Bat family than I am for sure. Okay. Uh, do they have enough like of a of a bench on their roster to kind of like make this make Bruce Wayne kind of like Don Vito Corleone? Yes, absolutely. Because I mean, look, we're talking we're talking. I mean, it depends on how they do it, right? But if Dick Grayson exists, you got Dick Grayson. Uh huh. Okay. You've got Tim Drake. You've got Jason Todd who in the comics has been resurrected and is now, mm-hmm. uh, spoilers, Red Hood. Um, so you got Red Hood, you've got Nightwing, you've got, who also was Batman at one point, you've got yeah. Red Robin, which is the Tim Drake Robin. <laughs> yeah, every time I, every time, every time I read it, it's literally, that's what happens in my head. Um, you've got um, uh, Stephanie Brown, who is also a Robin and also spoiler. You've got... Um, uh, Batgirl, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what's her face? Uh, it's, uh, Barbara Gordon. You've got Jim Gordon. You've got Alfred. I mean, you, that's not even everybody, but yeah, I feel like. So just, just reskin Godfather with the Bat family. Sure. I think you got it. I mean, I think one of the big jokes about Batman is this idea that he's like, I work alone, except for. And I think he was in DC <laughs> Super Pets, actually. Keanu Reeves, as Batman makes this joke, he goes, I work alone. Except for Alfred and Tim and Damien, and he just starts listing, and he just goes on forever. Oh yeah, so, Barbara! Can't forget Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, like he's just like, you know. Uh, so I, I think that's cool. 
I think they could absolutely do it. And honestly, having Batman more as like a cameo character mm-hmm. would be really cool. Like, because then you could have him kind of floating through the different movies or shows, and he just kind of shows up and then disappears. Yeah. Like, kind of yeah. like how he operates in the comics. That's what kind of got me hooked on Gotham Central. Yeah. Like, uh, that's why I have, like, about 40 of those single-issue comics. That's another great series, though. That's yeah. uh, that's uh, uh, Brian K. Vaughn? Yep. Yeah, such a good series. Uh, all right, moving on. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Okay, this is supposedly a science fiction adventure, which will be based on Tom King's uh, uh, series, uh, which was an award-winning uh, recent series that he came out with. Uh, presents of uh, Supergirl viewers are not used to seeing. I have not read this series, but yeah, probably the number one thing I've been told by people to read that I'm not reading is that Tom King Supergirl series. Hmm. Um so I I might be getting a little bit of this wrong because, again, I haven't read it yet. But from what I understand, the way this character works is she's actually a survivor of the explosion of Krypton. Uh, there's a big enough chunk of Krypton that gets, like, blown away that there are some survivors. However, they've literally seen their home planet destroyed. Most everyone they know is dead. And they're struggling to survive in the depths of space. Okay. So this character is like super cynical, super over it, uh, is not in the mood to be really helping anyone and is just really trying to cobble her emotional and mental state back to like a manageable place. Um, Tom King, who did the, the vision series for Marvel, which is amazing. Um, I think he also did uh, a series for DC called, Strange Adventures or Strange Land Adventures. Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. Uh, He he, he gave Millie Bobby Brown all her coaching, acting coaching. No. um, Uh Uh-oh. But Tom King. uh Uh-oh. Tom King. Oh, jeez. That's you. You did that. Uh, Tom Tom King (laughs) is a well-regarded writer, and I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being like a consultant on this project. Um. But she's, yeah, again, in contrast to Superman, not very wholesome, very cynical, not very hopeful. Um, so what does that mean? What is somebody with Superman's powers but not his sense of, like, goodness and mm. that the world is a fair place? Uh, not even that he necessarily thinks of that, but Supergirl definitely doesn't think that. So I think that's going to be really interesting. Um, we'll see. I, I really need to read that series, um, but apparently that's where it's going to be pulling from. Also, it's a science fiction adventure. Maybe James Gunn gets involved because he loves himself some sci-fi. Ooh, what kind of soundtrack do you think he's dropping for that one? Oh, man, totally like garbage and okay and and yeah. uh, Republica. Just like oh fuck, just <laughs> set that distortion pedal all the way up. all the way to eleven, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> what do you, what are you thinking about, Supergirl? Yeah, uh, kind of, if that's the take that going with her, it, it does seem like it's kind of like, a little, I don't know the story at all, so I'm just, it's just blind speculation based on your review, or your kind of synopsis, but like, it, there's kind of some territory to, you know, have her be like a General Zod type, but it sounds like, you know, they might be have different things if it's a, like a group of survivors, that's kind of interesting, um, like, does she go the invincible route and like, you know, we're just going to lay waste to everybody we find because we've only seen like, unfriendly types out here we do live in a twilight world uh so 
<laughs> I mean, that'd be great to see. I, I want to read this uh, run now just to yeah, kind of yeah. check it out. But um, yeah, I think like having her would be an easier in for like uh, I don't know, I because Superman, you kind of already know that story. You already know what to expect. But like like we were saying with these other characters with like uh, expanded kind of like family or uh, of uh, in the same vein, but not the main person. That's more interesting. Yeah. So I think they're trying to get all like the the fresh ground they can for stories to pop out. Right. And right. try to grow it organically. I really do think that is what they're doing. Oh, perfect segue, though. Talking about growing things organically. Mm-hmm. Right. Who do you think you're working with, sir? <clears throat> Swamp Thing is the final movie project that was announced by James Gunn. And uh, this film is going to investigate uh, the dark origins of Swamp Thing. And <laughs> yeah, baby, how dark That's- can they go? That's what I call them, too. Uh, <laughs> so, for for a lot of the comic readers out there, y'all probably know, Swamp Thing has been associated with Justice League Dark. And who else is in that team? Oh, none other than uh, Constantine slash Constantine. And Zatanna. So, I mean, I'm just going to... You know what? I'm just going to sit back here, man. What, uh, what are your thoughts if... Constantine and Zatanna show up in the Swamp Thing movie. Like, is this is this uh, a five time uh, go to see it kind of situation, or what do we what do we five times about? on a weeknight? Sure, I mean, we, uh, <laughs> oh oh, in theaters, uh, in theaters, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like midnight screening, my friend. Uh, That's what they're for. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, man. You know, yeah, I know. I I, I kind of wanted like <laughs> Constantine to be the main through line. In this whole thing, and if that ends up being like you know setting up the, the second leg of this whole DCU thing, that'd be perfect. Uh, I think that's a great that he can move through whatever sort of reality he wants to. Um, and Zatanna, I mean, come on, it, we've we've come on, yeah, bro, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, so keep on. it as listeners, uh, true believers out there. I do want to say that that has not been confirmed. The Constantine Zatanna thing is just my speculation. But I mean, if they are investigating the dark origins of Swamp Thing, dark. Mm-hmm. Justice League Dark. I mean, that's how you build a thing, right? So, uh, do you want money? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I think they want to make some money. All right, so that is all of the movie projects, and let's go ahead and do it this way. Yeah, so, yeah. out of Superman Legacy, Authority, Brave and the Bold, Supergirl, uh, Swamp Thing, which of those projects are you most looking forward to? Well, oh, man, keep in uh, mind that we don't know anything about them really yet, right? <laughs> If we're judging books by their covers, um, I, I Brave and Bold kind of strikes me just because I know more about that, um, I guess, narrative style than anything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Woman of Tomorrow is pretty intriguing. Yeah, that's uh, where that's where my vote goes. Supergirl, yeah. Woman of Tomorrow, just because, like you said, it's a character we like. Everyone knows the name of Supergirl, mm-hmm. but what do we really know about that character? And the chance to like show. Her going through like these really tough, very sort of depressing trials and tribulations as she uh, navigates to figure out who she is and what is her purpose and what is her responsibility. I don't know. To me, like that whole idea of that character is something I would love to see see play out. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you all, I mean, she's also, you know, roughly has the power set of Superman. Like, 
that's somebody who like if they're not careful things will go awry very quickly so um moving on to some of the uh show projects I'll, that's how i'll title them the show projects the, this is and this is supposed to be the first thing that is going to come out which i think is pretty interesting because it's an animated series mm. uh, but it's called creature commandos and it's a seven-episode animated show in which Amanda Waller creates a Black Ops team out of monstrous prisoners. Gunn has already written all of the episodes for the first season. Wow. So that's already in the can. They're just, I guess, going to start animating it, what have you, to, you know, maybe do the voice casting and all that. Oh, another thing that Gunn said was that they're going to try their best, their hardest, to have actors, if they're going to show up in an animate, like if that character is live action but shows up animated, it's going to be the same actor playing the voice. Okay. So that's pretty interesting. Um, I wonder how their contracts are going to be written up to be able to say, do all of that. Yeah, going to be cutting some checks. Yeah, definitely going to have to be cutting some checks. Um, unless they package all it, it all in in some sort of sweetheart deal. Um, but I don't know, man. We, we both know that like the Hollywood machine you know, likes to make its money. So... Um, we'll see. We'll see. That is obviously the intention to, to have that crossover with all the, the same actors, but we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, okay. So any thoughts on creature commandos? There's not a lot about it. It almost sounds like, you know, a monster version of suicide squad. Yeah. Well, it means it even has the acronym or the, the, the alliteration, alliteration. There you go. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> the alliteration, the consonants, if you're being more specific. But yeah, the alliteration kind of going for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. Okay. And I wonder how many talking sharks are going to be in this one. Ah, uh, man, not enough uh, is always the answer <laughs> for me. Uh, up after that is something I'm seriously looking forward to because we've got one. Viola Davis, she's coming back with a chair. Watch Uh-oh. out, Triple H. Oh, no. <laughs> By God. <laughs> Viola Davis has got a chair. Um, <laughs> So we have a show called Waller. It's obviously about Amanda Waller starring Viola Davis. The series is going to feature Team Peacemaker from obviously the Peacemaker uh, show series. And it's going to be written by um, Crystal Henry from Watchmen and Jeremy Carver from Supernatural. So both projects which people really, really love. Supernatural has a huge fan base. And the Watchmen HBO Max series uh, was really great just a really amazing um piece of media there did so, we ever talk about that on pod i don't you know that, i so I, that's the way of shang chi in the ten rings no oh man still still with that okay we gotta we was it that in eternals because if we i don't give a shit about eternals. no 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 because if we're gonna go back we gotta do shang chi we gotta do eternals then and it's like do you want to do that um i mean i guess we can do both we could do both I do want to talk about Shang-Chi. Um, we did talk about Watchmen one time in, uh, for the Powies. Uh-huh. I don't know if we talked about it in depth, though. We'll have to go back and look. Maybe we'll do that as a, as a bonus ep. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, Viola Davis, amazing. I mean, just up and down, every performance she does is knocks it out of the park. And so just just her gritting her teeth. And bossing around these super-powered metahumans. I, I can't wait. Any thoughts on I, Waller? Yeah. Oh, boy. One just came to me. Yeah? How about it's just cinema veritation? How about it's just like The Office, but with Waller? Oh, man. <laughs> who, who who would be the gym? 
<laughs> that would probably be. Uh, I mean, I guess Peacemaker would be. Uh, uh, would be. Um, what is his name? Oh my God, you can't think of his name, Kevin. Would he be Kevin? He would be Kevin, yeah, right? Or he I would guess. be. Yeah, he would be Kevin. I don't know. Uh, if they brought back. I would have, uh, I mean, I don't think he's, he's, I mean, I don't think he's part of the show, but they could bring him back. Uh, King Shark. What if King Shark mm-hmm. was like the gym? Oh, come on. King Shark's definitely Stanley. Oh, uh, he is Stanley. That's right. <laughs> you, you're right. You, you nailed it. Uh, that would be interesting. Uh, I would also be down to see that. I don't think that's what She'd this show is. the only like be. really serious one. To yeah. Everybody. It's just chaos. Just dumb yeah. chaos around her. I actually, I could see that totally working. I don't think that's what this show's going to be about, but, but maybe. Uh, Booster Gold. Booster Gold uses basic technology from the future to pretend to be a superhero in present day. Um, I think, I think James Gunn said this was imposter syndrome personified. Uh, I think, I think it is interesting. Uh, I think you could do with this show a lot of meta commentary on our over utilization, over reliance on technology. Um, I think you could drop a lot of Elon Musk style jokes into this show. <laughs> um, and that's really what I want to see. I want to see a lot of lampooning of so-called brilliant uh, people in our time. Um, you know, so, you know, it's basically like, what if you had a smartphone and an Alexa, but it was the 1900, like the, the eight, late 1800s. Okay. You know, that but, would you yeah. would you would, people would think you were um like a wizard or something like they would they wouldn't even understand it. Um, <laughs> it's about having faith, Arthur. Well, not according to Siri right here, Dutch. <laughs> wow, man, I love when you do the voices. That's what that's what makes it happen for me. Uh, any thoughts on Booster Gold? Uh, who uh, if oh man, who who you got? Casting corner wise. Oh, okay. So Booster Gold is very much like a pretty boy. I think he's like an athlete from his time as well. Think like a quarterback type style okay. athlete. Uh, right. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, I got three. Okay. Got three wow. Three. Okay. You, you, why don't you throw, throw, them, throw them out? Uh, I got uh, fucking Ed Helms. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got the low, low rent Paul Rudd. You can't get Paul Rudd, but you understand he's busy. Ed Helms. Uh, we got Zach Efron, probably going to be your, your number one choice. Yep. Okay. That one really fits for sure. That, that one fits. We got Michael Sarah. Oh my God. Just rounding it out. Cause I, I'm targeting just to you cast and director, sir. Okay. 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 I, so I think Zach Efron, uh, those three for sure. However, I do uh-huh. have an addendum because yeah, yeah. in the comic books, booster gold and blue beetle are often paired together and they've even had comic series together. Now I know we've already got a blue beetle. That's the, that's a different blue beetle. The one that movie that's coming out uh, with the kid from Cobra Kai. Um, That is a newer blue beetle. I'm talking about OG blue beetle, Ted Kord. You could cast Zac Efron as booster gold and Michael Sarah as Ted Kord blue beetle. (laughs) And that would actually work really well. Um, (laughs) I don't know how happy everyone would be with that, but it, it would actually work. So uh, not hating that idea. All right. Uh, here comes another huge project. We almost got a Green Lantern series on HBO Max before that got scrapped. But now we were getting lanterns. Mm. Um, so they call, they're call calling this an enormous TV event series, which follows intergalactic cops John Stewart and Hal Jordan 
as they uncover uh, um, again a dark mystery. Okay. Oh, good. Dark. You failed me. Here we go. Dark mystery, guys. Look out for Justice League Dark. Okay. James Gunn loves him some horror shit. So if he's <laughs> breadcrumbing us to a dark, a dark, a Justice League Dark, I'm here for it. Uh, I don't think anyone's seeing these crumbs, but I think maybe, just maybe, he might be laying the foundation for a secret, a little thing going on in this Gods and Monsters chapter. Um, and then we've got the two most, probably arguably the two most famous Green Lanterns, uh, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Uh, yeah, huge, huge get. I mean, and I know he's kind of busy with Apple TV. He has that uh, <laughs> series he's doing now. Sure. Like, it's a month or whatever it is. Yeah. I, he shows up on the you know Colbert's late night show. Yeah, what if what if what if the Lantern show is literally just like a weekly news recap <laughs> with like some comedy bits in? Nobody would see that comedy. <laughs> never see oh, me coming. Shit. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm find some egg uh, cook uh, potion cookies and smash them up now. But no, no. Uh, what if it is, dude? That's perfect. Like, what if it is just like uh, <laughs> fucking last week tonight, but like establishing the universe of the Lantern? Oh my god, that would be amazing, actually. Yeah, they should do that, or like a weekend update with like, yes! yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, like a Colin Jost, Michael Che kind of situation. <laughs> um, wow. But you get them to be the Lanterns. You yep, there cast- we go. There we go. They already got it. All right, TM. Unless you guys want to pay us, I mean, you can pay us too. That's fine. Uh, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for my Ryan Reynolds should be Hal Jordan. Let him let him do it right. Ryan Reynolds. Who was that? Ryan Reynolds. Did I say it? Did I misspeak? I don't know. It sounded like you're eating a like box of pretzels at the same mm. time. That's because I'm eating a box of pretzels, man. Yeah. Uh, and then I think this is the last. Yes, last but definitely not least, because I'm my interest is very piqued by this premise. Something called Paradise Lost, set in Themyscira, home of the Amazons and birthplace of Wonder Woman. This drama focuses on the genesis and political intrigue of an island of all women. So, basically, why you got, why you this, this last man? This has been <laughs> this why, has why you got wait for the end to talk about the women? No, huh? no. This is this is just oh, how it was, man. This is pitched as basically Game of Thrones, but set in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of like political kind of backstabby multiple are who's the good guy who's the bad guy are there really even good guys and bad guys in this scenario um is it more a matter of perspective i think if they have the right nuance for this i think it could be really really great uh any thoughts on paradise lost I'm just really intrigued to hear uh, your reasoning why uh, women arguing amongst each other and tearing each other apart is that you interested. Uh, just people in general, you know, the human condition, it's not necessarily a gendered thing. I love that you're trying to bury me so early in the year. Uh, I guess, I guess you got to make your shot. You got to take your shot early. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I do think, uh, I'm very intrigued. And as long as they don't get Benny Hoff and Weiss to do this, uh, pro- project, uh, I'm all for it. Just don't. Do you think they got a, I thought you were saying Benny Hanna when you said Benny Hoff, uh, do you think they got like you know some Betty Hanna grill type stuff going on at the mascara? Oh, absolutely! I right? bet their I bet their grill game is delicious. Like I bet. Ooh, the kebabs! Yeah, man, with like some peppers and stuff. And who <laughs> knows what they've got growing on the mascara? I mean, they've probably got like 
like lotus peppers or some shit that are just like <laughs> blow your mind with the Cal- flavor explosion. Sun God, baby. Yeah, do you what do you, you what do you think the Damascara version of an awesome blossom is? Like it's got to be <laughs> out of this world, dude. Uh, okay, so with that, I, I can imagine when, how awesome their blossoms going to okay, be. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> My wallet hit me up. All right, creature commandos, Waller, Booster Gold, Lanterns, Paradise Lost. Man, which what is grabbing you there? What is what is the one thing? Again, we don't know a lot. We're yeah. just kind of speculating here, but what are you most excited for, just based off what we know so far? Man, um, lanterns probably. Yeah. Um, just because I know it's not going to be like at all what we said, <laughs> but if it is, but wow. it could be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I Green Lantern stuff has always been like it, it works so well in the DC animated stuff. Like I, I don't know why it never translates to the screen well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that I think. You know, they'll get it right. I hope that they'll get it right. Uh, Obviously, again, we've talked about how the DC animated universe has been so amazing. And why don't they just get those people to do the live action things? Um, I don't know. Uh, So, I, I, you know, for me, I want to see Viola Davis, uh, the Waller thing. The only thing is we've already seen that character. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm excited because I've seen, Mm -hmm. you know, because we've seen what she can do. I'm going to go with, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Booster Gold. Wow, because I think their their potential to be very uh, satirical with this, and and sort of be reflexive about how our society is now, mm-hmm. um, because they're going to be able to project out like because I think Booster Gold's from the twenty third or twenty sixth century, so okay. you know yeah. they're they're going to be able to do flash forwards of him mm-hmm. like in his daily life. And just take like the American experience, but lampooning it to the tenth degree. Okay, and I want to see that. Like, I, yeah, just, yeah. I really want to see that. Um, I just watched a movie called Drop Dead Gorgeous the other day, which, if you haven't seen it, it's a it's a movie from nineteen ninety nine, and it's a mockumentary based about uh, beauty pageants in small town America. Oh, and it is amazing, uh, and how. Uh, prescient it it is in 1999 to 2023 is wild. <laughs> it's just wild how like much they nailed there. Uh, so I'm hoping for something like that for Booster Gold. Uh, again, it might not be like that at all, but mm. I really hope that it is. <laughs> uh, so listeners out there, you all let us know what are you most excited about. We've got a, t- I mean, that's a ton of stuff. You know, I honestly didn't think James Gunn was going to come out with both guns firing. You know. Like that? Wow. Yeah. Um, but he really is really laid out quite a quite a thing. Now, granted, this is going to take place over the next ten years or so, and things might be added, things might might drop off. You know, even Marvel has not been impervious to things like that. So uh, we just got to take it all with a grain of salt. But there it is, everybody. We are we have done an, an emergency pod just on DC stuff. We don't hate DC. Okay, and and until the very first project out of this, which is supposed to be Superman Legacy, I guess the Creature Commandos and then Superman Legacy really kicks things off. We'll see. Uh, but as always, I think, you know, you and I are of the same mind, which is we want these to be good and enjoyable and things worth mm-hmm. repeat viewing. So yeah, that's yeah. what we're hoping for. And my goodness, if we could get a Justice League Dark 
uh, somewhere in there. <laughs> Dude, uh, if all the stingers on the theatrical releases are mm, leading up the dark. Yeah, that would be and that, and a really great way to sort of be influenced by Marvel, Marvel Studios, but also kind of do your own twist on it. Right, right. You know I mean, I mean like, want, right now the seesaw is definitely all the way down on Marvel's side, you know. And it's been that way for a while. Yeah, they got their thumb on the scale. I mean, it's it's, you know. But but hey, this is this is an opportunity where they can change things. The one last thing I want to say is that I do think that if they move forward with Flash in this universe again, you have the perfect opportunity to recast the Flash and Barry Allen or go to Wally West or something. Uh, I, I don't know if anyone at DC is, is listening to our podcast. Just mm-hmm. think about it, please. Because, um, you know, again, Ezra Miller, if they want to get help and prove that they can change, great. But I think that they have gotten more than their fair share of opportunities at this point. And this is a perfect opportunity to just kind of break away from that and, and, and do something that is not weighed down by the ghosts of the DCEU past. Mm, you want a bit of little, uh, little bit of levity there. You want a little bit of, um, what's it called when like the scales kind of like write themselves? Uh, yeah. Um, I want a rebalancing. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and with that, everybody, the fortress of Biotude is closed. We thank you all for listening. If you haven't checked out our Powies 2022 episode, uh, just look back on your feed. It is literally the episode right before this one and see if you disagree or agree, maybe hopefully agree, with all of our choices for our winners of 2022. And uh, with that, all I got to say is, I'm something of a comic fan myself. Remember, this is your fault. Take care, everyone. (laughs) Sonic! Sonic and Knuckles, a kid in a sandwich. Later. Later.